Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. This is Reverend Doug Gribbenaw, and KFUO Radio is pleased to be at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education Conference. Today I am being joined by Cheryl Swope, who is the co-creator of the Simply Classical Curriculum and also volunteers on the CCLE board. So I want to welcome Cheryl. Would you introduce yourself briefly? And what has brought you to this world of classical education? Certainly. My name is Cheryl Swope. I came to Lutheranism about 30 years ago now with my husband. We had been married. We had gone through sort of a theological odyssey, exploring a lot of different things. But what we kept coming back to through basically through the law and kind of following legalism was the need for the gospel. We found that through... KFUO. The preaching was so different from the other stations we were listening to, not just the secular, but even the Christian stations. They didn't have that comfort. I even said to my husband one morning, we did not yet have children, but we were listening in the mornings to this other station. And I said, I said, I just feel like I'm always being yelled at. What I really needed was the comfort, the assurance that Christ has done this for me. I don't need to live by the law. Christ has fulfilled the law on our behalf. And we have we have his righteousness, those things, the perfect sacrifice for us and the imputed righteousness to us, those were life-giving. From there, we knew that if we ever had children, we would want to raise them in that mercy and forgiveness and, and truth of the gospel. So flash forward, we we were not able to have children biologically, so five years in, we had already come to an under, a Lutheran understanding of, of the biblical gospel. And we realized that we had been adopted through no merit or worthiness of our own. So then adoption just became the natural, supernatural extension <laughs> of that. We looked into adoption. My husband was an attorney. I have a master's in special ed. We weren't afraid of children with special needs. In fact, mm-hmm. I've always kind of been drawn to children who need a little bit more help. So I think we were licensed, and it was just three to five days later, we received the phone call that would change our lives. Oh we had said we would love to have children under the age of two because I knew the importance of that early the influence. early connections, sure. certainly. And eventually, we'd love to have a boy and a girl, because they ask you to to be sure, on the foundation helpful. is helpful. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So then th- we got this phone call that there were two babies who had both had special needs. They both had delays, and they were twins, biological, oh a boy and a girl. Would we be interested? And of, of course, we were definitely interested. Yeah. They came to us through foster care, and then eventually adoption. The adoption was final on a Friday. We contacted our pastor, our Lutheran pastor, it was Pastor Mark Smith, and we said, the adoption is final, can you baptize them Sunday? And on the front of the bulletin, it already said, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. That was the reading. So then we started looking into education. I had been reading about classical education. This was in the mid-90s, and it was starting to make a resurgence in homeschooling, and in particular, I was reading articles by some of the early people in classical education. I was listening to Dr. Veith on the radio, mm-hmm. primarily issues, et cetera, but other things on KFUO. I would always stop and just 
soak in what he was saying. This sounded so different from what I received in my teacher training in a, a very intriguing and elevating way. And then paired with the truth of the gospel, I thought, I, I want this for my children. But then with their special needs, I didn't know if I could I didn't know if that could be done. How to bring these two worlds that you were in into one place. Right, for their good, eternal good. So I just... You went for it. Yes, it was just (laughs) given the the desire to go ahead and just start. So we did. We taught the liturgy at home, just Uh little parts, and we taught little refrains of different hymns from the church year so that they would know that the church is for them. And that would be kind of like, that's my song, when they would hear the Sanctus or something. From there, I had learned more about classical education, I guess, and began to implement it. So flash forward again, the children were about 14, I guess, and someone from the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education had posted on one of those online forum things that I belong to saying, what topics would you like to see at our next conference? So this is the CCLE conference in 2009. I'd never been to one because honestly, I thought there's nothing there for me. I have kids with special needs. I don't have kids that are going to be stellar at debate and win awards in the national Latin exam. I I don't have those kind of kids. We learn Latin, but... But I thought it's just going to be discouraging for me if I go to this conference. Not to mention the fact I couldn't really leave them home. <laughs> right, <laughs> but exactly. I thought, well, at least I can request a topic and somebody else might benefit. So I asked, classical education and special needs, could you please do that? There's just sort of this silence. Then the person who was asking the question said, we really don't have anyone. Could I talk to you over the phone about this more? I thought, me, I'm just at my kitchen table, and what on earth could he possibly want? Well, he wanted me to go ahead and speak on this topic (laughs) at the conference. So I was not a public speaker at all, still don't consider myself a public speaker. But my husband, I tell the story often, but he got his best Darth Vader voice, and he just said, it is your destiny. (laughs) 2009 was my first CCLE conference. I had already been thinking, I've got to tell the world that you can bring a classical education to children with special needs, and they benefit, if not as much, maybe more than some other children. They don't need to just be taught practical things, tying their shoes, opening a can, learning how to use the microwave, and all those things are fine, but let's not call that a full education. It still can be read to, hear literature, hear poetry, they can learn the hymns of the church, all of those things can be done. I was talking to some friends about about this, saying, I really want to put this all together in a book. And then my daughter, when she was about 16, she was writing poetry of her own. This is a child who had a language disorder when she came to us. Here she is writing original Christian poetry. She said to me, Mom, I want my story to help other children like me. And then I thought, I've got to give this message of voice. So I went to Memoria Press, who who had materials that were really useful for us because they were nicely ordered, well-constructed. There were, there were no cartoons. It wasn't flashy. It was just what was necessary to learn. A lot of repetition. I still had to put in more repetition, but my children really resonated with those materials. So I thought that would be a good home for this. The founder of Memoria Press, her name is Cheryl Lowe. She received my handwritten letter just out of the blue. She said, we have been thinking the same thing, but we didn't have anybody to do this. 
So she said, yes, she would be very interested. They published then what was the manuscript of Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child. They chose as the cover from Mark 10:14. Well, it's in different Gospels, of course. Right, it's one of the synoptic stories. That's right. Yes, yeah. of Jesus having all children come to him. Let the little children come to me. And do not hinder them. Yes. Amen. From there, the publisher thought other people are going to want to know, how do I do this? What do I buy? Give me something to teach. So they asked me if we could create a curriculum. I said, absolutely. I, I had, as I often say, I saved all my notes. So I went back from what we did when they came to us at 14 months onward and created over the last seven, eight years through Memoria Press, an entire curriculum now that is classical education for special needs from age 2 to 21. Nice. It's the very thing that I wish I would have had back then, just filled with good books and yet therapeutic kind of teaching, addressing things that children with special needs need to work on more, like their fine motor, their penmanship. We don't just give up on it and give them a typewriter. We, typewriter, how old am I? Well. Yeah. A word processor. That's thing. right, yeah. A keyboard. <laughs> a right? keyboard. Yes, thank there we you. Go, right? Thank you, yes. Although nowadays everything's on a tablet, so who knows right. what a keyboard is anymore, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. so, and similarly with, there are spell check, yes, grammar check, all of those things. And those are good tools later for them to be able to use. But in the meantime, we do want to teach them to read and write and calculate on their own to the best extent possible. So that's kind of what we did. And, and we also, we do have Latin. We just go more slowly. And we have math, science, everything up to just as high as they're able to achieve. So you've really pioneered this approach and this integration. And how many years have you been presenting then with, with the CCLE conferences? Every year since then. In, in 2010, they asked me to serve on the board of directors. I really did not know why, because I did not. Because it was your destiny, right? <laughs> exactly, <That's> a... <laughs> I suppose. And I, I think, too, that I represented the homeschool voice. Sure. We okay. had a lot of people who were involved in schools. But somebody needed to also say that this can be done in the homeschool, especially when it needs to be, as in my case. There, there was no other way for them to receive a classical education, let alone a classical Lutheran education. So we, we did that in the home. And at this conference, even now, 2022, my topic that was assigned to me was classical education and the homeschool. I commend you for your bravery and, and for stepping out in faith. These are all daunting things, and, and all three of them were brought to you, and now you brought that together for, for others. And that's, that's a wonderful gift that you're bringing here. Well, thanks be to God. And, uh, and I will say that it's born of what, what our plenary speaker this morning, Reverend Dr. Kuntz, talked about. He spoke of how all of this is born of love. So out of, out of love for my own children, that's really, that was the only intent originally. And that's just a God-given. And that it has been a help to so many other families across a wide range of people, demographics, and all of that, it's, it's really more than I have even stepped back to fathom. I just keep going. What encouragement might you offer to, to anyone who is, is considering you know, engaging in classical education or, or you know, has a child with special needs or, or is even considering homeschooling? What, what sort of encouragement might you offer them? 
I think the best encouragement is that it's never too late. I have a lot of moms that come to me just with tears in their eyes saying, I wish we would have started when they were 18 months old. And believe me, I did not, I really, I didn't know, of course, as much as I know now. There weren't as many resources then as there are now. You just start wherever you are. It could even be your last year or two in high school. But if you just pick up better books to read together than you would have otherwise, go to ccle.org. There are so many free resources now. We have a curriculum resource guide that Melinda Heine and I put together. That is from infancy onward, and you just go wherever wherever your children happen to be. You can, you can find pre-vetted resources from a classical Lutheran understanding. If you open them up and start teaching, you're already way ahead of the game. You don't have to research ahead. You can just start. That's that's what I would say as an encouragement. And then for people who have children with special needs, simplyclassical.com, that's where you can find the book. We actually have a free magazine too, the Simply Classical Journal, that's filled with encouraging articles. Dr. Veith wrote for our last one, as did Reverend Eric Rotman, who is another Lutheran pastor, and myself. We, those were the three writers for this last journal. And then also there is the full curriculum there. For children with special needs, you could pull just some things, like Simply Classical Spelling, Simply Classical Writing. We have another set called Myself and Others, Lessons in Social Understanding, Habits, and Manners. It's very good for children with autism who, like my own, they both have autism, they needed to be taught very explicitly things like manners that other children were just sort of picking up. Although we've, we have a school, Highlands Latin School, that adopted myself and others because a lot of children are not picking up manners. Yeah. And so we want that to be for all children. That, that particular program is based in children's literature, which is unusual. A lot of the, quote, social emotional learning right now is focusing on non-Christian approaches like mindfulness and yoga. Even when they're four and five and six, we see this oh a goodness. lot in the public wow. school. But this is an other-centered program. So yes, you learn about your own feelings, but it's also how to recognize the feelings of other people. So then you can be helpful to them, how sure. to look for ways to help. Wow. We have one example is Winnie the Pooh, when we're talking about making friends and friends run kind of melancholy like Eeyore. So right. we, have to, we have to cheer him up. And then others might get themselves in a tight spot because they eat too much like Pooh. And so we're going to just sit with him until his stomach shrinks when he's in that little hole, <laughs> <laughs> when he's stuck in Rabbit's doorway. And I just keep him company until he gets himself out of his tight spot. Yeah. Just those sorts of things. Tell us the website again for Simply Classical. It's just simplyclassical.com. And you also have a free newsletter. It's a free journal. A free comes journal. out twice a year. It's a catalog and a magazine. So Memoria Press call, calls it a magalog. A magalog. Okay. So right. so to get information, they can go to simplyclassical.com. Yes. You can just sign up for the journal. Whether you are interested in the curriculum or not, we have found lots of people just finding the articles to be informative and encouraging. We have we have good writers. It's for, wonderful. For that. All right. Cheryl, thank you so much again for spending some time with us here. You're again, this was, this was Cheryl Swope, who is the co creator of Simply Classical Curriculum, which you can get information about that at simplyclassical.com. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. And thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening and joining us in this interview here on KFUO Radio. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.